The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Farrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hang it. We are live in the Ferrella Palatia right across the river through the woods from where Granny loves to have her lemon 50 milligram gummies before she goes to bed in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion shake it up. Should do but all my friend that come around flat to flat to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess is towns to tatter. My brains is splattered all over Manhattan. Should do be shake it who Hey, it's Pharrell with uh Carver High this evening. I have to tell you, uh I- I've been watching this uh Al Davis versus the NFL 30 for 30 on ESPN and um I think, you know, I've said this before. I know uh, Carver High's heard me uh, talk about this in the past. And, uh, you know, uh, being a Steeler fan uh, my whole life and watching the Steelers win six Super Bowls is as good as it gets. But I think I'm probably the only uh, Steeler fan in the world that is willing to say, uh, even with the Chief, who I knew, uh, Art Rooney Sr. and his sons, uh, the whole family, uh, and I knew the other owners, the McGinleys. I knew all of them uh, growing up in Pittsburgh. I was very fortunate to, uh, you know, cover the team, travel with the team, and uh, be around the team, and it was uh, very special. But I have to say, uh, no matter what, my favorite owner in the history of sports was Al Davis. I just I just thought he was so awesome. I there is nothing better in my opinion than his career and his uh you know power and his intimidation and his style and his diamonds and his gaudy outfits and his hair his uh Smile was worth millions. Uh, I used to love his snide-ass smile every time he got Pete Rozelle to hand him a Super Bowl Lombardi trophy three times. It was the worst thing that Pete Rozelle ever had to do in his life. And it got worse each time he did it. The third time he did it, he handed him the Lombardi after they beat the Redskins' ass in the Super Bowl and blew him out. And that was like a year after Davis beat the NFL in court so that the Raiders could move to Los Angeles after Roselle 
and all of his powerful money and attorneys and the league's influence sat a guy on the jury that they knew was going to fix the court case. And the story uh, that they played out tonight was perfect. Although I was creeped out by the two, you know, the, the dead guys. They had Al Davis and Pete Rosell back from the dead on the show. I, you got to see it to believe it. The whole show, they they got them like sitting there like as they, they came back from the dead like Jesus. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network on satellite radio now. Mightier 1090 in San Diego. Near to you wanna do you wanna. And Sports Map Radio, Sports Byline USA, and Armed Forces Radio. Good to have you with us tonight. I'm Pharrell the Carver High on a bench. So uh, the NFL never loses. The NFL, with all their power and monopoly, and I mean, let's face facts, that that's all there is to it. And then to see Al Davis beat them in court and to see him win that case and to listen to Roselle say that uh, they're going to appeal and that that's not what antitrust law is about. There was nothing funnier to me than seeing not only Davis win the case against Roselle, his greatest enemy, but also to go (laughs) turn around and win the Super Bowl and have that guy have to hand him that trophy. Back in the day, and they still do it this way with all the pomp and circumstance, they hand him the trophy afterwards on a stage with the confetti flying and everything. But back in the day, they used to hand it to him, Carver High, in the locker room. And uh, they actually. Yeah, that used to be the spot. Yeah, they used to go underneath spot. in the bowels of the stadium and have it all set right. up down there. Right. So it was different. And to see him. The first time, no big deal. The second time, you could tell it was uncomfortable. The third time, it was absolutely beautiful watching. I mean, when he shook his hand, he gave him the he gave him the salmon. Carver, <laughs> he gave him the he gave him the fish. He gave him the cold salmon shake. He gave him just like at the fingertips. He didn't shake his hand. He just gave him a little here. Don't touch me. But I just absolutely, and it opened the floodgates. Let's face facts. Baltimore left. <laughs> they went to Indianapolis. The Browns left. It all, it opened the floodgates, didn't it? To teams moving all the time. But just win, baby. <laughs> I mean, I thought he was like Elvis. I just thought he was such a pimp and rock star. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. I don't know what the hell is happening. Anyway, I'm watching this um, this thing on Davis, and it just it cracks me up. And it's uh, it's so funny because there's no Steeler fan in the world that would ever uh, say they liked Al Davis, but I just thought he was such a titan and such a maverick, and the stones on this guy that he would just take on the NFL, take on Pete Rozelle. Uh, have you ever heard anything like this guy? If he didn't like you, I mean, honestly, a couple things happened. I, I think he put Pete Rozelle in the, gra- in the grave. Uh, and I think uh, he went at it with uh, the Sullivans, the Patriots owners at the time. And I mean, when he started making fun of you, I mean, he had it down to a science. I mean, <laughs> this guy, he would say things like, uh, you know, you got to see it to believe it. Like, you, you, the way he treated people he didn't like was so fantastic. He's like, I never thought enough of him to uh, consider him uh, worthy of my time or uh, an opinion even of him. I think so little of him. <laughs> He's like, I think so little of him. I can't even... I can't even muster up an answer because that's how insignificant he is in all of this. He needs to shut his face. Like, it was just epic the way he handled uh, the media and uh, the way he he actually thought he was a statesman. He thought he was a, a general. He thought he was... Um, I, you got to hear the stuff that comes out of his mouth. He said he, he, uh, he saw the future which, you know, no one can argue that he was right because he knew that luxury boxes and filled stadiums meant more money for him, more money for the league, more money for all the other owners, and that the league was going to blow up and become a a multi-billion dollar entity. This is long before it was a billion dollar entity. And when I say that he put Roselle in the ground... uh, there's, I mean, is there any arguing that? I mean, I understand that the guy smoked three packs of cigarettes a day. Why, he, you know, I think when it started, he only smoked about a pack a day. Then he had to start dealing with uh, Al Davis, and he started smoking three packs a day. And if you watch uh, Pete Rozelle over his career, there was a scene in that uh, show where he was fishing with Kurt Gowdy, 
And uh, Gowdy's like, these fish have no idea how much stress you're under. These fish have no idea who we are. They don't care that you're the commissioner of the NFL and you're never able to get a minute away from, uh, you know, courtrooms and lawsuits and stress and pressure and everything else. Here he is out fly fishing with Gowdy, right? And uh, I think that I think Al Davis killed him. I mean, the guy, look at him. For the last 20 years of his life, he looked like, I mean, when he first started, he looked like a, a guy, which he was, from L.A. with his pretty tan and his perfect teeth and his perfect hair and his perfect clothes and his perfect pretty wife and, and family. And then when he uh, died, he looked like he hadn't slept in five years. He had bags under his eyes like... <laughs> Like hockey duffel bags. I mean, the guy looked like he he was on the uh, the verge of death for the last ten years of his life, and that was because he had to deal with Al Davis. Meanwhile, Davis, he was walking around with his leather coats on and his white, uh, you know, sweatsuits. I don't even know how you describe it, but I, I, how do you describe I? How do you describe those outfits that he wore? They were so epic. I mean, yeah, like. It, I think like sweatsuits is right. Jumpsuits, well, sweatsuits. Sweat yeah. all, the, all the time he wore the sweatsuits. Like they're showing him right now in a black sweatsuit lifting weights at his condo. And then he'd walk on the field in all white uh, like he was Jesus or something. And uh, I, I mean, just his aura alone on the field, what he did at, frankly, at Syracuse, what he did trying to become a coach, what he did with the Raiders as the coach. Uh, when they were in the AFL, what he did uh, when he got a piece of ownership of the Raiders, and then what he did when he gained full control of the Raiders. And then uh, he ran the Raiders into, uh, I believe, uh, you know, being worth billions. And then his son uh, ran with it and I think moved him to Las Vegas. And I think it made his... Father, if there is such a thing as uh, looking down from heaven or looking up from hell, a lot of people think he might have gone to hell, but he, you know, honestly, there's people that lit literally believe that he, he actually, I think is pleased with his son, except for his haircut. And I, I think that I, cause Al had the greatest do. I don't know what happened to that Mark with that do of his, like uh, with that bowl haircut he's got going but and it really is funny. I've been making fun of that guy for years. But look, look at turn. I mean, you could turn it on right now. Look at Pete Rosell. He looks like he's. I mean, the Night of the Living Dead. The guy looked like he looked like. I, I can't even describe it. He looked like a guy that uh, is. I don't know. And I, I'm not even trying to be mean. He looked like a, 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 a lung cancer commercial. What honestly? What. Al Davis did to him. Now, they did a great job with the piece, except for the dead people. I mean, honestly, uh, I, whose idea was it to bring Al Davis and Pete Rozelle back from the dead? They were actually on the show, like, narrating it. It was two dead guys narrating the show. Come on. Meanwhile, meanwhile, everything, <laughs> meanwhile everything else was footage. Everything else was, was actual footage, all actual uh, video and film and interviews. Everything was accurate and... It was Roselle, it was Davis, everything, the lawyers, all the play-by-play -play guys, the announcers, everyone, the families, everything about it, the players was all legit. 
except they had Al Davis and Pete Rozelle as two guys back from the dead, and they were walking around the new Allegiant Stadium as ghosts. And it was the cheesiest thing I've ever seen in my life. They had them both sitting in a different luxury box telling stories. Come on. Of, uh, that's, how, that's how they did it. They had two dead guys that came back from the dead, and they, and they put makeup on them, and they made them look dead ringer, just like Al Davis and Pete Rozelle when they were younger, you know, when they were like 50 maybe. They were probably 50 each. And, um, but all the footage in the show is of Davis and Roselle is legit. But then they keep going back to the stadium and having the dead guy finish the stories on both sides. And I thought that was terrible. I didn't think it. I know it was. It was all, I was like, who screwed this up? And, and whose idea was it to have dead people narrating it? Honestly, like, can you, uh, who's, you got to be drunk. To think of that idea. Here, they, like, look at him right now. They got Pete Roselle standing by the flame. And they got Al walking behind him. Al standing by the flame. And he's dead. Meanwhile, they got, look at this guy. He's doing it right now. He's dead. Here's Al Davis dead telling me stuff. It's just stupid. So nice job by the guy that thought that up. Nice job, idiot. Meanwhile, it's probably a friend of mine. Who'd you like, who'd you like better, Al Davis or Steinbrenner? Oh, God. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's such a great <laughs> question because I honestly, uh, as you know, as you know, I, I truly adored uh, George Steinbrenner. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I adored him. Uh, I think his sons are both male organs, honestly. I, at least Hank drank himself to death, honestly. Like, let's be honest. He was, he was awesome. H- Hank was awesome. He just looked like he smoked and drank until he was dead. God bless him. Going out with a bang. I loved his father. I think the guy running the team now is just the the guy that got really good grades in school and his girlfriend had zits. Honestly. They're the two greatest owners ever. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rolling the bench. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, Al Davis in a little while. Uh, when you know Pete Rozelle 
finally retired and and gave the reins to Tagliabue uh, and broke down in that press conference crying. Um, you know, as usual, Al Davis afterwards uh, answered uh, the media's questions and uh, spoke uh, glowingly about his uh, brilliance as a commissioner and as a politician uh, running the league and uh, turning it into what it was and the money that he made the owners and he did an incredible job and that he was an amazing commissioner and he said that for 10 years he was my enemy and uh we battled in court it was a war it was vietnam and uh i won and he said and and i know people uh, hate me for it that's fine too and i uh, wish him well i hope he finds happiness in the rest of his life Sometimes you have to give up excellence and move on to the next thing in life is what he said. And he was like saying, uh, I respect him. I think highly of him, even though he was my enemy. And now I wish him well as he goes out to stud in the pasture. But I just thought every time that guy had a press conference or any time he opened his mouth, it was just gold. I just couldn't get enough of Al Davis my whole life. And, and that is crazy to say as a Steeler fan. But Al Davis, uh, my favorite owner ever. And then uh, I won't deny George Steinbrenner as well. George Steinbrenner put up with absolutely nothing from anyone, which was awesome. Ozzy the Sports Junkie is our good friend from Florida, Florida. And he's down south of not only the Okeechobee, but the sweet city of Tampa Bay where the Super Bowl is going down on Sunday with his beloved Buccaneers. He's been a Bucks fan forever. And here he is, fresh off a Lightning Stanley Cup, their second. And now he's got his football team with Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He's having a huge bash tomorrow the in Sarasota. The streets of Bradenton and Venice, uh, the Tri-City area. What's up, Pharrell? Champa Bay, hey, would you know uh, it? We we're the, hey. we dominate all sports, yet there's no fans. No one's allowed to go anywhere. That's just even when we win, we lose. But I'll take it. I'll take it all day long, buddy. I miss you here for the Super in, Bowl, but usually you go to Vegas you, anyways. Right. Are you getting into the Super Bowl by any chance? Absolutely, man. I mean, how do you not get into this this, this Buccaneer team? They started off, they I mean, stumbled off the block. are you going? Are you going to the Super Bowl? I'm not going to the Super Bowl. I know Bowl. you're into it. You're not? Yeah, I'm, I'm big time into it. No, I didn't have tickets. I don't have credentials. I don't have anything except a TV. You can't even get within. I thought there'd be a huge, like, groundswell of fans outside the stadium. And in a normal season, there would be. But they're going to have that thing so locked down tight. I'll be there Saturday all day. I think they got, like, the Journey or somebody's playing in the parking lot. Going to go check that out. Journey. Maybe a strip club or two. They put up big tents. Uh, I went to Radio Row yesterday, Pharrell. It was the my pillow yeah. guy and Hank Goldberg it was the only two people in the whole place. <laughs> Hideous. I mean, it was horrible. The my. <laughs> I couldn't even see my boy Pharrell anywhere, he, and then I thought Pharrell doesn't even go to the Super Bowl. He goes to Vegas like a man. Right? Wasn't he? Wasn't the my pillow guy? He was at the White House the last day of Trump's uh, idiocy. They saw that. I saw that yeah. guy coming out of the uh, the West Wing. <laughs> What is he doing there? They trolled it at him. Out. It turns out he's a crackhead. He's writing a book called Mike Mike Pillow Guy, former crackhead. Well, I guess crackheads Listen. know what the best pillow to sleep on. I don't know why uh, he would dole that information, what that had to do with the whole country dying, but 
Hell, if you know my pillow. Let's and I got a question. If my pillow works so great, why is he selling my sheet, my blanket, my shoes? Everything Listen, else he's got to top we, out of that can thing. Can we stop with the bed stuff? Let's let's talk about crack. For okay, a second. all right. So. Uh, now everyone, Carver High, everyone loves the butter. <laughs> now here we got this guy making fun of crack, and and back in the day, let's face facts, crack was so awesome that they've now made like fifty to a thousand, maybe two thousand crack shows on Netflix. You can watch any number A to Z of crack shows. I mean, they're just fantastic. And the Pablo Escobar, there must be 400 of those. I mean, cocaine's oh, the sure. gift that keeps on giving. It never ends. And it never ends. And you and I never I like did anything crack like that. Crack CSI is a good one. Ebor City. <laughs> we never did anything like that down in Florida crack together. Christmas. <laughs> so let's talk about. No, in all seriousness. So, yeah. In all seriousness, the, uh, Bucks. Bucket uh, fever is the, in it. It's in a pitch, a fever pitch down here, as it should be. This team stumbled out of the gate, but they, you know what? That was to be expected. Nobody had a preseason. Brady's first team, not the Patriots, in 20 years, and they looked horrible coming, starting the season. And, and other times, a 30, 38 to three blowout at home against the Saints. But the, after a well timed and a well placed bye week that left them with four games left on the schedule, they won all four going away. And they've just turned it on in the postseason. And you talk about three – well, the, the Redskins game damn near got away from them. But to go into to, to, uh, New Orleans and beat Drew Brees and company and then take it to Green Bay, and I don't care if there's no people there or there's 60,000 crazy cheeseheads, to beat them there. And they did it with, with the pass defense. And that front four, front three, no matter how you're going to run it, it was time for the defense to step up and show they were championship level. And so far they have for all. And if they do it again Sunday – They'll hoist Lombardi, and uh, I'm not going to jinx anything. If the Bucks run the ball, Tom Brady does whatever he wants to. If they get after the quarterback and shut down, be it Breeze, be it, be it Rodgers, be it side-slinging uh, Pat Mahomes, who's just he – plays, uh, he plays quarterback like I've never seen anyone. He's like Ozzie Smith out there. I mean, behind the back, be over his ear. He's a great player. He's what the NFL loves. It's a dream matchup, and sure, it's covid Tainted. There'll only be twenty-five thousand people there. I forget who the hell the halftime show is. Someone no, no one's ever heard of. It's the weekend. It's a weekend. What is that? Is that a karaoke bar in St. Pete? Listen, I don't. I don't know what that actually, means. I don't know what the weekend. I don't actually. Uh, I'm not a fan, but I, I will say a couple of his songs aren't bad. I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't care um, about commercials. I don't care about Kaja Gugu. Kaja Gugu was booked. I guess. So what is but so you do the uh, uh, you know your show is with uh, BucksReport.com and uh, I I've always known that you did that you've been on the show a million times. Let me ask you this question: uh, as far as the Bucks go, yes. uh, with their you talked about how great their secondary was and everything. They got some injuries in their secondary. Uh, the Chiefs have some injuries up front. Their offensive line. Which one uh, do you think is going to be? more of a problem. One of the things is I, I've said on the show many times is that I think Brady's got way more weapons, starting with uh, Fournette underneath, and then uh, Braid and Gronkowski, I think Godwin, Miller, Evans, and Brown. I think Brown will be back. He's got so many options to kill you uh, with their offense, and I think their defense is better. I think their pass rush is better. I think their secondary is better, except for Tyron Matthew. But I will say this: I think the Bucks have everything, every every advantage playing at home, everything, except they don't have Patrick Mahomes. 
You're right there. I mean, they don't have Mahomes, and they don't have, you know, Tyreek Hill, who went crazy in a uh, – forget which week it was, but he, he put up just astronomical numbers in the first half. But that game came back down to earth, and the Bucks got close in that game. They were still feeling their way through the season. But you're right. I mean, it's, it's an embarrassment of uh, riches on offense for the Buccaneers. And, and Brady, he'll go, to, he'll go to Mike Evans. He'll go to Godwin. If they drop the ball, he'll go to somebody else. And I, you, you, it's amazing that they can still – he can't throw three picks, though. Pharrell. There's no way, no, like he did it no. against the Packers, you're not going to throw three picks and win the Super Bowl. So uh, Mahomes might have gotten away with it last year or the year before that, but uh, you're, you can't turn the ball over three times. Maybe a defensive uh, score is a difference in this one. And the, the thing about that Bucks defense is the secondary was garbage. The secondary was giving up just as many points as Brady was scoring all year. It wasn't until the last three weeks that that secondary stoned up and showed up that they're maybe – uh, championship caliber. We'll find out on Sunday, though. We will find out on Sunday because if they can shut down, that's quite a trifecta of doom to shut down Breeze, Rogers, and, and Mahomes in consecutive weeks. But if anybody's going to do it, I mean, the Brady legend and the Brady aura is just, I mean, Michael Jordan goes to the Wizards. Mike Jordan didn't take the Wizards of the freaking championship, Pharrell. It's, it's just yeah, insanity. I, I under, I'll give you that, but let, I mean, let's, at the very least, like, I remember when uh, and I got one minute here. We'll break, and then we'll come back and keep talking. But let me just, in, in less than a All minute, right. tell me. You came on my show when they got him, when they got Brady, and we talked about how uh, you couldn't believe that they got Tom Brady. And uh, and then I think I remember you saying something to me of, of, to the effect of, you know, if, if this guy takes us to the Super Bowl, it's, it's in Tampa. Can you imagine if we get him and then he goes to the Super Bowl? And sure enough, here we are, and he's in his 10th Super Bowl. How crazy is that? It's insane that, I mean, you're lucky as an NFL quarterback that your shelf life is, what, three years? The average NFL court, uh, player, let alone uh, a high-profile quarterback. But you figure 20 years in the league, 10 Super Bowls, and 15 championships. It's unprecedented, and it'll never happen again. And, and he's not the most imposing player. I mean, you, we all see the picture of him from draft day. I mean, you or I have a better physique at 50-plus right now. But he just knows how to win. He knows how to get the guys around him. A little guy like Scotty Miller, who couldn't play in the Canadian Football League, is out there making big catches every week. So he's a winner. He doesn't tolerate losing. And I think he gets it done on Sunday. And Champa Bay rules supreme. Champa Bay. Did you hear that, Carver High? This guy, Champa you like that? Bay. I haven't, I haven't I love heard it, that man. one yet. Champa Bay with the lightning. You can give Gold Shabin and, and get, get the credit on that one for Ellie. Uncle Shabin's with us. Ozzy the Sports Junkie from Bucks Fan Report or whatever the hell it is. What is it called again? I think I got it right. <laughs> BucksReport.com. Listen, I, he's one of my best friends of my life. I, I could care less what the thing's called. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, Pharrell on the bench with you. Uh, Shabin, a.k.a. Ozzy the Sports Junkie, a.k.a. Sean Osborne from BucksReport.com down in Champa Bay is with us on the Mahogany tonight, waxing it up. So um, you know, Pharrell, let me I, ask you, I could, uh, let me ask you, when uh, you when you, when you uh, were like, back, you know, when you first moved down there, when you first uh, started living there and, you know, uh, and, and this is like, even before I knew you, when you were, and, and like the Buccaneers were the Yuccaneers and they were wearing the funny, uh, uniforms and they never won a game and, and they were so awful and they were the laughing stock of the NFL. And then eventually, uh, 20 some years goes by, whatever it is, they finally win a Super Bowl, and you almost fell over when they won it. What is it like to suffer with a franchise your whole adult life? They finally win a Super Bowl. Then they basically go back to sucking again for another 20 years. And here they are. Tom Brady comes riding in on his Stetson Cologne horse. And he's going to take him to a Super Bowl in their building in Raymond James on Sunday. How crazy is it, the roller coaster of your life, uh, following and loving this team that sucks so bad. Then they won it. Then they sucked again. And now they're good again. It's, a, it's com- completely surreal. Pharrell, because you're exactly right. Coming out from Chicago, I'd go there to see Walter Payton run once a once a year. But as I grew a little older and a little more mobile, I'd go up there for every game. And growing up a Cubs fan, you know, you're used to just getting your teeth handed to you and laughed at. And don't forget, right. Buck backwards is Cub. So right. this team grows on you like a fungus. <laughs> Tony Dungy finally gets here. He turns it around. He couldn't get it done, but Gruden did. But you're right. We climbed to the mountaintop, and it's been an 18-year slide of bad coaches. At the time, Lovey Smith seemed like the good hire. At the time, Raheem might have been a good hire. Uh, Shiano, they bring him in, nothing there. They, Dirk Cutter seemed like it. Every draft pick seemed good. Everything they did was wrong. Everything was wrong. And Jameis Winston picked. Now, I was all over Jason Light locally that he had to go. He had a horrible record. He was 25-80 and 80 at one point. He drafted Winston. But besides Winston and a second-round pick on Robert Aguayo, this guy has drafted Evans, Godwin, the entire offensive line, all those studs. How about Devin White? This guy's like a young Lawrence Taylor. You ever seen a guy with such speed? He's built like uh, – he looks like a, a smaller version of Mike Singletary without any muscles. I don't know where he right. gets it from. But the, Jason Light, is one, he's definitely got a, a – uh, a notch up in my book. He's built a winner. Bruce Arians, i got to be honest, without Tom Brady, I don't think he wins the Super Bowl. I don't think he's the sharpest tool in the shed. That game against the, the Saints, how do you not call a timeout, Pharrell, when Drew Brees is not on the field and Jameis Winston's lined up wide right and you got Kamara taking the snap? How do you not say, whoa, 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 timeout? You or I could have thrown that touchdown pass. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. He's a great guy. He's a great motivator. But without Tom Brady, I don't know if he gets it done in Tampa yeah. Bay. But I think that's pretty obvious. If it could happen on Sunday. 
it's pretty obvious it's, why they're in the Super Bowl, and, and it's not him. Now, let me ask you another question. So, uh, I was talking about you the other day on, uh, I think it was Carver High. Were you doing the show with me when I started talking about uh, the Pirates and the Cubs and how my friend uh, Ozzy, the sports junkie, uh, he spent his entire life saying to me, uh, that every player that played for the Cubs ended up going somewhere else and winning a World Series. And then I said, the Pirates are the exact same, the epitome. Sean and I, our lives are parallel. Everything is parallel. We've been in concert together for 30 years. Here's the deal. Now my team sucks so bad that their payroll's $40 million. Every player they get, it doesn't matter who it is. It started with Benia and Bonds, and, and then uh, now, you know, all the way to now, you know, Josh Bell, they get rid of Glasnow and Meadows. And for Archer, Archer, uh, his arm falls off in Pittsburgh. He goes 6-12 and 12 and 33 starts. He sucks. He's injured the whole time. And then they're in the World Series. Everything the Pirates do turns to mud, just like his Cubs. And then, uh, then you know, the Pirates, I don't see ever winning a World Series again as long as I'll be dead in the ground, buried, and worms will be eating me before they win one with a payroll that light. But your Cubs finally won a World Series. They finally, after 108 years, whatever it was, they finally won a World Series. And what do you think when you see, like, what I just said about, like, my team? Your teams have sucked your whole life. But then suddenly they rise from the ashes and win a World Series, win a Super Bowl. Here you are in another Super Bowl. The Lightning win one in, in 04, and then they wait 16 years and they win another one. And now they're the best team in hockey. What's it been like for you to see your teams basically suck your whole life, except for that one year for each of them that comes out of nowhere every 20 years? Well, what's nice for L is now with the Lightning with the two cups, it's nice. That double dip is nice, and the double dip Sunday would really be nice because it is a just one-time shot that's very aggravating because it takes such a long grind. I couldn't help but think of you, Pharrell, when I heard that the Rays brought back Chris Archer. Your rant on Chris Archer, how he never even showed up, and he, he came to the Pirates, he was tainted. I mean, they gave away the farm, and now he's back on the Rays. I think it's just hilarious. And watch him go win like 18 games. Everything that whoever pulled that trade off in Pittsburgh cannot possibly still work for that organization. He wouldn't be able to park cars in my if I ran the Pirates. They traded the best young pitcher in baseball and an MVP type hitter for Chris Archer, who showed up in a, in a body bag. And now he's the back on the The next so guy he, they're going to get is this guy Rocker from Vanderbilt. They're going to get the number one draft pick in baseball, and then you know what they're going to do to him, don't you? They're going to turn him into a ballerina. Because they ruin everyone. They ruin every player. They, they absolutely don't know what they're doing. I could run the Pirates better than that stupid nutting family and those stupid-ass people that run it uh, to this day in Pittsburgh. They're a joke. I could do it better on crack drunk. They had him back in the playoffs. Clint Hurdle and company, they, they were back on the mountaintop. What happened? They slid all the way back into the gutter. And don't tell me Pittsburgh isn't a big market, big money town. The Steelers don't have any problem with money. Neither do the Penguins. They, can t- they compete every year. And so did the Pirates for years. What, what happened? They're just cheap. They don't like fans. Yeah, they don't like to well, win. 
Well, look, I'm a I'm a Steeler season ticket. It's mind boggling. I I have a Steelers season tickets, and they were eleven and zero, and then they bent over and fell off a cliff. It was like a bad movie. And then uh, no one can say anything about my Penguins. Their power play uh, is as bad as a snot-filled nose. But I will say this: I got five Stanley Cups and six Super Bowls in the cupboard. Come on over if you want to eat some sugar. We got it all in Pittsburgh. You talk about. Uh, Champa Bay. How about uh, you know the Steel City with all of our uh, championships? In fact, it's funny. You know that guy Jackson uh, the other night uh, died from the Pirates. He won Game Seven in Baltimore in '79. The guy pitched in eight play. Edwin Jackson pitched in eight playoff games in his career in the majors. Never lost once, and he won that game. He went two and two thirds. Didn't allow a hit. When they were down in the game seven in Baltimore and Willie Stargell and Bill Robinson and company and Matlock, uh, they brought him back and they won game seven. And he handed the ball off to, to Colby and he finished the game. So they've had glory in 71 and 79 against Baltimore both times. And then when Bonds and Benia got him back, uh, they just couldn't get it done. Uh, and ever since then, they just went cheap. So, you know, it's like your team in Tampa. They're great, right? The Rays are great. But uh, what did you think when Cash uh, pulled Snell out of that game? Like, could you even believe it to this day? Not only did they pull him out of the game, how about this? They got rid of him and sent him to San Diego. What a nightmare. Yeah, that, was, that was bizarre. I mean, I guess he crossed that threshold of, of $10 million that they just can't afford in Tampa Bay. And the owner has just got his uh, pocket turned inside out. He was nowhere to be seen for the Rays World Series run, yet he's there the season, the day the season's end to cry about no money for a stadium. You know, St. Pete and Tampa Bay did get jogged. The Lightning, I think, 17 home playoff games, not a penny made it to Tampa. The Rays, 22 postseason games, not a penny made it to St. Petersburg. So I guess you take your, your victories where you can get them. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's very frustrating. And who knows what the baseball season holds? Can pitchers report for out in two weeks? Pitchers and catchers, yeah. what does that little look like? They've already said no fans for spring training. I mean, it just... Tell people what it was like when you and I used to go to spring training games and started <laughs> drinking those $2 well, beers. It was, it was a, uh, <laughs> you did teach me this, this, this secret art when they were dumb enough to give the press and the media beer in the uh, locker room. Burrow would have this like a the piano case and the bottom line had about 48 beers in it. And then it was topped off by 78 sandwiches. And we just sit at the top row and throw cans at everybody for some horrible teams of a young Barry Bonds. Who, I think we might have tainted him. We might have tainted and, a young Barry Bonds. But and don't yeah. you remember? Those were fun days back when, then. Do you remember when I got thrown out of the uh, clubhouse because I went in there after drinking with you all day and I went in to interview players at the end of the game because that was kind of my job. And uh, no problem. I can interview anybody with 10 beers in me. Uh, but uh, Ray Miller, of all people, the pitching coach, former major league uh, pitching coach and manager with uh, the Orioles uh, for a while, he smelled the beer on my breath and he kicked me out of the uh, clubhouse. That was a bad day. I think after that, we went and scored blow after we left the game. I was you like, had some classic. I never forget the Pharrell <laughs> theory. Dude, if I'm going to lose a job. I'm going to make a, the biggest scene ever, and then everybody's going to want me out of the building. I knew I was going to lose a job, so I just started throwing things. Whether you were making a Kinko's, a radio job, or whatever it was, when Pharrell goes down, he takes everyone with him. 
I love right. that theory. Did, did you remember? By the way, uh, when I'm I, currently wait, wait, wait. still on my did you know that I got bag on my, my Dodge van. <laughs> right, but uh, do you remember uh, one of my jobs in Sarasota, uh, the guy, remember the story uh, where I actually uh, beat up the restaurant manager. He tried to take all my tips. So I threw him down a flight of stairs and jacked him in the face like five times, and I had to go into hiding down in Naples because they wanted me for assault. But, but I, all those charges were dropped. But I did go out with a bang at well, that place, and I got in a fight at the at the Flying Bridge down in Venice too. I think I, I threw I, a plate of I food thought, at a chick. Jesus, an entire plate I of food. I thought like I, I used you as a reference. <laughs> when when Mike Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear, I said he just pulled a Pharrell. He knew he was going to lose. He freaked out. Just make a scene and get the hell out of there. Just go All nuts right, and so, go. So uh, good hearing so from you, you, buddy. So, so hey, uh, Carver, I, I have a question for you because I do want to ask uh, Ozzy, the sports junkie, some more questions. A, I want to ask him how he thinks this game's going to go. And B, I want to ask him if he thinks – the uh, Lightning are going to do defending the cup because the other night they won 5-1 over the Red Wings. They're going to do the same thing to them tomorrow night, too. And uh, not like the Senators beating the Canadians tonight. I'm talking the Lightning don't let that happen when they play crappy high school teams like the Red Wings. They're going to beat their ass. And they hit that over 5.5, by the way. Uh, can Can we hold them off until the start of the second hour? Is that possible? And then I ask him a few more questions, and then and then we uh, and then we call it a day. Can we do that, Carver High? All right, we're gonna do that. Carver High's like, all right. So Ozzy, can you hang on for a few minutes? Words of Richard Gere. I, that- I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> Get him a beer, Carver High. Get Ozzy a beer. Uh, it's Pharrell on a bench. 844-843-6879. From BucksReport.com, Ozzy with us tonight. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, so... um... At the top of the hour, I'll have a chance to uh, get uh, get going with Ozzy again. He just needs to hang in there for one second with us. I just want to tell you a couple things going on right now. The Nuggets are up in the second on the Lakers by five with about eight and a half to go, 40 to 35 Denver. The Rockets are blowing out the Grizzlies right now with about 10 minutes left in that game, 90 to 72 off Beale Street in Memphis. 
The Jazz got it done and covered the number in Atlanta, 112-91. No Trey Young tonight. He had a calf contusion. The Jazz are better than the Hawks anyway and blew them out. How about the Warriors spanking the Mavs tonight? I did not see that coming. The entire Warriors team is injured. All their bigs are injured. They have no size whatsoever. They basically had Draymond Green and Curry, and they still kicked the Mavs' ass 147-116. That is an absolute humiliating beatdown. And the Blazers had no Dame Lillard, no CJ, no Nurkic, no nobody, and they still kicked the Sixers' ass 121-105. Glad I didn't flip that bet, Carver High. I had the 10-and-a-half with the Blazers there. Uh, and then as far as uh, college basketball goes, there's games going on uh, left and right tonight. Gonzaga up on Pacific, 73-56, three minutes left. Oregon State up 87-71 on Washington, a minute left. Stanford's going to win. They're up 14 on Cal with a minute left. Rutgers down two to Minnesota with uh, just under three minutes to go. Colorado State up on Wyoming by three with a minute left. And remember, Carver High got eight and a half with Wyoming and Laramie tonight. Eastern Washington smoking Idaho by 14. Montana up one on Portland State at the half. Arizona got beat at Utah. They got their ass kicked, 73-58. Temple lost by three to Cincinnati at home. Coming up at the uh, top of the hour, Oregon and Washington State. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.